Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 67 of Metallicast, the Metallica podcast. I'm your host and fellow Metallica fan. My name is Brandon. On this episode I'm joined by the first ever father-son pairing in Metallicast history, Chris and Evan Adamson. Evan celebrated his 13th birthday in a very unique way. Now, I do not even remember how I spent my 13th birthday. I do not even really remember even turning 13 years old. But Evan will forever remember his 13th birthday because he spent it on stage playing drums with Metallica. We talk about that whole experience and more in our conversation. So without further ado, here is my talk with Chris and Evan Adamson. My guests today are two huge Metallica fans. They are also the first father-son pairing I've ever had on the podcast. Uh, They've been to a bunch of Metallica shows. And, you know, a lot of people listening to this podcast have been to a lot of Metallica shows, but I'm pretty sure very few of us can claim we were on stage playing with Metallica like one of our guests can today. So please welcome to Metallicast, Chris and Evan Adamson. Chris and Evan, how are you guys? We're good, we're good. I'm good, thank you, you. Very good, thanks. This is, see, this is the part of the podcast where we pretend like we did not already say hello and talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we... we'll clarify it. It's uh, one o'clock in the morning here in England, so we'll go uh... <laughs> <laughs> There's no rock and roll, really. <laughs> uh, well, again, I thank you guys for um, you know staying up just for this uh the time differences can be brutal when you're trying to do this so i, I appreciate you accommodating my schedule no and uh, agreeing no to do this i'm looking forward to it uh so let's start at the beginning let's let's talk about where the metallica fandom begins for you guys where does it begin it goes back to when well in terms of well evans nearly how old are you now nearly Oh, no, 15. <laughs> That's how early it is when I'm old. So Evan's now 15. And pretty much I'll say Evan, in terms of like being a kid nearly from like sort of age of two, I think he was he was jumping around trying to be James Hetfield. So that <laughs> so that's how early it was for Evan. In terms of me, I mean, I'm, I'm 47 now. Back to when I was 15, um, I was kind of in my prime heavy metal days. And you're going back to kind of 89 then, and I think heavy metal then was, was such a massive scene. Right, you had everything yeah. from you had everything from like the thrash scene to the to the glam scene. I was a big Motley Crue fan actually, and um, and I remember them days to to be to like both. Well, it was it was in dodgy grounds? You either thrash or you glam. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a dangerous territory to uh, cross those lines back in the day. So right, even for the bands, I remember like yeah. Motley Crue and Metallica. You know, they, they wouldn't like each other, and it was all that kind of scene. And, right. And yeah. it was, and you watch them now, and obviously they all seem to be pals and kind of grown up a bit, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about that on my uh, the last episode because um, right. we were talking about the Bay Area metal scene of the '80s, and you know the LA is known as the hair metal place mm-hmm. in America, but the Bay Area had a healthy amount of hair metal, glam metal bands. But of course, it's known mostly for the thrash metal scene with Metallica, and yeah. but you know it was all about how those bands were all friends with each other. Maybe did not like each other's music, mm-hmm. but, uh, but you know, and nowadays because you've been through it, you know, like you hear yeah. all the stories of like Metallica, Motley Crue clashing back in the day, but now, you know, I, you got to have that level of mutual respect. I think at least with uh, uh, any band that's been around for as many years as both those bands have and uh, have been through it all, you know, like literally life and death situations as a band. So yeah. I think like Motley Crue's The Dirt, that's been out recently and that's, you know, so many things just come kind of back to life, haven't they? Um, yeah. And like I say, even as like a young fan back then, you know, what have friendly rivalry, you know what I mean, amongst each other. You, know, you can't be a thrasher, you can't be glam, whatever else. It was great. Cool. Right. But I think, I, I, unless anyone's correct, was wrong, I think that was a prime 
heavy metal days, don't you agree? In terms of just the, oh, yeah. the, array, the array of music that was out there. It yeah. Was, it was crazy. Um, and, and we're never going to get, I think, the... I, I mean, I would love to see it, but I think realistically, heavy metal is never going to reach that level again in terms of like mainstream acceptance and popularity. It was really a phenomenon for that decade through like the very early 90s, um, you know, and then metal bands had to weather the storm of grunge and then hip hop, you know, kind of took over as the dominant form of popular music in many places. And uh, but I... I I, I would love to see it. I don't think we will get there. So I think the 1980s will really live in a time capsule for, you know, that genre of music. For sure, for sure. Um, and I guess so, so. So sticking with that sort of time uh, of, of my life, uh, so 89, I was very lucky. And this is where the luck begins with Metallica. Um, I, used to, I used to know a guy called Mick McGuire, who is known as Shaky on the Metallica road. And more inf infamously, was the guy who set fire to James Hetfield. <laughs> yeah. so he, he used to just live around the corner from me. Oh, wow. Um, and as young as I was, he would come off to her and I would end up kind of babysitting for him. He had, he had a son and a daughter. Yeah. Um, and, and if you can imagine, right, he's just come off to her and he would say, hi, Chris, come in. You know, he just wants to get the pub. <laughs> and he, would, he, would, he would say, just pretty much some videos over there um, you, you can put them on. So I, I put these videos in. There were videos back in the day, and it would just be Metallica jamming backstage. Um, and this course is in the days when you know you can now jump on YouTube and you can watch anything you want, tuning room stuff. Right. This yeah. was like, oh my god, you know, yeah. this is great. I'm meant to be babysitting here, and the house could be on fire, and I'm watching like, <laughs> I'm watching Metallica just. And you can remember like, well, I've seen the, the Marquee gig in London. Um, he had all this kind of stuff that he'd done on his own camcorder. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, like you say, just gobsmacked, and I'm ringing my friends back on the old dialer phone. Lads, <laughs> come around the house. You're not going to believe what I'm watching now. Um, and that one, there'll be all sorts of, like, tour jackets lying around. And, and the diaries that, if you go on um, the Metallica uh, experience that you pay money for now, they have these, like, tour diaries. All these yeah. kind of things just lying around his house. So it's just absolutely heavy metal heaven. That's awesome. Um, so again, linking in with this guy, and like I say, that this was the guy who was who set fire to James. I think it was in Toronto. It was a, the famous gig where um, James sort of burnt all his hand and what have you. Um, so like I say, Mick Mick was uh, obviously on tour. He did the whole Justice tour, and I can't remember actually now because I was young back then and I hadn't spoken for years. I don't know how long he was with Metallica in terms of tours, but um, Justice tour uh, headed north where we are. And um, I was looking to get kind of backstage passes. Mm -hmm. um, and, and again, you call it backstage passes. Again, we're naive. So went to the show, you know, very lucky to see Metallica on, on the Justice Tour. And then, you know, I'm kill to go back and just watch it again, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. my, my mind's a bit vague, taking us back all those years. But quite naively, I remember sort of maybe about three quarters of the show, me and my friend had these passes and we were like, let's try and get backstage. So um, we're kind of we're kind of level with the side of the stage, if that makes sense. And I can only I can only think that I think Kirk Hammett must have been doing a guitar solo. So Jason's in his kind of like pit, mm -hmm. and so Jason's up 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 the height of me, and he looks down and he sees us, and and, I, and he's trying to get my attention. And and, yeah. and I, I and I pretend to be shy, so I was like, oh my god, Jason's waving at us, and <laughs> what do I do? Um, and the security guy's like, excuse me, son, uh, Jason's. He wants you, and I was like, so he waves us up. So I ends up climbing kind of on the amps and, and I'm in Jason's little pit. And he like shook me hand and he gives a back to him and he's like, you know, enjoy the show. And I'm climbing back down and like, oh, wow, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and the, the show kind of finished um, and I ended up, um, at the, Jason was the only one I met then. And um, I really don't think about it. I was stood on damage. Well, I was stood on justice for all stage with Jason. You know, and he's just stand tauntless. And again, you know, you talk about, wow, yeah, what I would do to go back. Because I was just a dumbstruck teenager. And <laughs> right, yeah. There was some bass strings, and he's like, oh, are you stealing me bass strings? And I was like, yep. And I, I don't <laughs> um, but I just thought it was, you know, looking back, what a lovely gesture it was to, from yeah. the sort of get us up and, and kind of look after us a little bit. And, that's um, awesome. So, yeah, that's, that's taking us back to it. And I mean, I didn't even have... 
any pictures you know what i mean stuff like that and i'm like yeah oh. i mean how old were you at the at this time not so to date yourself i'm 47 now so i was about 15 okay yeah yeah um and i'll just tell you another quick story about that because we'll come back to so big mick mick hughes yeah so I found myself, so the, the, the concert finished, was sat in the auditorium and I'm sat with Big Mick and um, and he was a character that you picked up there and he was, those people trying to creep in and he's shouting at them and, hey, you're floating in like butterflies, get out and, and whatever. <laughs> but I remember, I remember he, he was actually telling us about the band when they were picking on Jason. Mm-hmm. So we all know that's, you know, that, that's, what, that's what went on. And I think Mick was quite taken aback by it and he was, he was actually telling us about it. You know, he's going, you know, Jason gets a raw deal. It's um, I think he was oh, wow. a bit gutted by what he was saying, you know, behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah. And I really remember him sort of sitting telling us that. Um, wow. So yeah, I mean, so so that's going way back to I'm 15 and like, what an experience, you know. Jason's had us up yeah. on just a stage, and at the end, I'm standing talking to Jason, and really, and just dead frustratingly was that my dad's friend come to pick me up, and um, so I hadn't met the rest of the band. Potentially, we're going to meet all the rest of the band, and you need me. Dad's friend was getting impatient and he was like, We're gonna to have to go. So we'll have to leave and we'd, 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 it was right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that was back in my wow. early experiences. Yeah. Wow, so no wonder you caught the bug. I mean, you have kind of this unique experience of being able to see this cool footage and then have that amazing concert experience where you're on stage for a moment and have that interaction and have that moment. So the fandom obviously continues, and so how many times have you seen them now? Do you even know? Yeah, I've, I've only I've seen only I've, I've seen them fourteen times. Yeah, um, Evan, you know how many? Ten. Ten, which which tens tens not bad for a fourteen year old. Um, <laughs> you only got four more on them, so yeah. Pr- but I tell you what, you'll never, you'll never get justice on us. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> How many times have you seen them? Oh, that's a great question. I think um, I want to say 10. I think 10. What yeah. was the earliest? The early. So I was later to the scene because uh, just of my age, I was born in 85. I'm 36. So like the I remember seeing the Inter Sandman music video when it was brand new but i I was in first grade so i remember getting like the cassette when i was out in elementary school and then when i was in sixth grade i got my first cd player and load was like brand new so i got yeah. that was the first cd i had and then when i, when I was in middle school i you know went back did my homework got kill them all ride the lightning master puppets and justice for all started reading all these books and interviews and you know this was before the internet just kind of educating myself on the history of metallica and watching kill them all uh watching uh cliff them all and then getting the live ship box set and you know just going through the whole process and so i did not get around to seeing them till i was in high school it was uh summer sanitarium 2000 but that was a cool tour to see them on because um they were not really promoting anything specific so the set list was like really well-rounded where they did you know stuff from each album like i disappear was the most recent song so they like they did that song they did no leaf clover they did you know a uh a couple things from load and reload but then the rest of it was all like old school stuff so it was a good like well-balanced set and it was kind of a unique time where they don't have like a brand new album out where they're you know promoting so it was a cool first show to see and i remember i was in the it was at uh, Gillette Stadium in New England, and uh, I was in the stands. Like, so I was up there, and I was like, "This is the farthest way I will ever be to see Metallica." And from <laughs> that point forward, I made sure I was, you know, on the field, on the floor, whatever, yeah. Uh, yeah. just to be as close as possible to that stage. But yeah, it was. Uh, um, I think I want to say ten times I've seen them. I've seen a couple cool ones, like the I, I saw them at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when they got inducted. So I've been lucky to see a couple unique ones, and uh, you know, and and now when they you know come on tour, I see them as many times as uh, yeah. the the wallet, wife, and child, and all that <laughs> stuff allows. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the last two all killed us, but uh, we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> um, so just just kind of going back to the, the only that I seen them about the year after, um, and I think 
for all those who have to pay for the Metallica experience now, I think yeah. that's my fault as in the meet and greet. And I think that's my fault because <laughs> me and my friend went and, and of course I've been little back then. I'm talking, I took a pile of vinyl like this and I was like, oh, <laughs> I think everything I had and I was like, can you sign this? And they were like, and I, Kirk actually went, I, I, Kirk had signed a load of me stuff and he, and he came back and he went, yeah. you again? And I just, I just had this never ending pile of vinyl jackets, jumpers. I was just like, and right. it's, so I think, I think it's from that. I do apologize to everybody. I think from then they went, right. <laughs> we can't just let them have free flow. We need to charge them. We need to get them in line. Two yeah. items. I got yeah. the one signature. I do apologize. Uh, I've <laughs> never, I've never had the luck of winning a meet and greet, but I have met the members, except for James. Never had the privilege to meet James. Yeah. Um, and now it's even harder to meet him because yeah. he's yeah. a lot more private with his time. Um, yeah. But uh, so from there. Let's, uh, you know, from yeah. there, yeah, let's introduce, let's introduce me, wingman, yes, <laughs> the partner so in crime. So, we've got the right, so we're on about two. I'm starting to think he's he's picking up the metal here, and um, we're about five. He's kind of starting tinkering on with the pots and pans for for being a drummer. Mm. And then, um, I, I remember Leeds 2015, Metallica playing uh, Leeds Festival, um, and we're not going to reasons why, but Evan couldn't make that gig. And it wasn't my fault, it wasn't Evan's fault. So I had wanted to take him, um, and I went with some friends, and it actually broke his heart, right? Like, literally broke his heart. Yeah. Um, I mean, how old were you then? Were you about 10? Oh, yeah. I'm not very good at the maths yet. But Evan was about 10, <laughs> and he knew I was there. And I remember, actually, I rang him. I was watching, the stage was being set up, and I rang him, and how are you doing, son? He was like, I'm okay, Dad. And, it, and, and basically that night he lay in bed for hours sobbing, right? Oh, that, yeah. that I was, and, and, and I cried, I'll be honest. Yeah. Ecstasy yeah. come on, which was a killer anyway. So I'm crying thinking Evan should have been here. Evan wasn't there. Yeah. And so, so I come back and I managed to get him one of the big black, the floaty balls and metallic on. I got, I got him a collector and stuff. So I, nice. I sucked yeah. the floor a little bit. But so a few months later, we're out in the car and, and I went to a shop and I got back in the car and he was sobbing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And I was like, what's going on? And I was like, are you okay? And he was inconsolable. I went, what's up? He went, I miss Metallica, Dad. I wish I'd been there. And this was months after the show, right? Yeah. Like, shit, that's it. His heart, you know, it just really, really hit home. Yeah. So, um, so that was that. And then Copenhagen, 2017. Can you remember when Metallica did the four gigs out in Copenhagen? They did oh, the yeah. Gigs. I think it was just prior to Hardwire. I think it was just kind yeah. of. Just testing the water with stuff. Is that right? Ah, it, was, it, it was the hardware tour. It was a hardware yeah. tour. Had it properly kicked off then, or was it? Yeah. Had it? Mm-hmm. Well, so they, yeah, they've done the four show. Do I know? Infamously, it was when James had lost his voice on one of the four. Um, mm. So I, so that was coming up, and it was around Christmas, and I thought, I need tickets for this gig. Um, it was the, it was going to be my next opportunity, I think, from Leeds to make it up to Evan. Uh, and I thought, well, it will be a great Christmas present. Um, so that's pretty much what I did. I got two tickets for Copenhagen. I think I'd missed the general sales, so I ended up spending, uh, it cost us quite a bit of money, but I was like, I'm not bothered. So um, Christmas morning, um, I had wrapped the tickets up and I think I'd put them in a Metallica card. And there's a great video goes with that where Evan kind of reads it out loud and he's like, what, what does it say? It's like, oh, it's, it's um, something like, um, Merry, Merry Metallica Christmas. Um, you were off to Copenhagen to see, and he just bursted into tears again. <laughs> so, so it makes a great video, and um, and it ended up getting. I think I put it on my Facebook just to show my friends. And the roadie who I used to babysit for, his son ended up doing Death Magnetic tour oh, wow. as a pyrotechnician as well. Yeah. And um, but that was the only tour he did, so he kind of flung it out with a few of his pals. And long story short, um, he inboxed and said, "Listen, Chris, I've seen what." This is going to mean Evan. So when you go to Copenhagen, you're going to be meeting a guy called Jay. So that's all we knew. Um, and this is when it all started. Shit got real. Um, <laughs> so we, we literally were, were landed in Copenhagen. Um, oh, by the way, I, I, I don't know if anyone's seen Evan with the big Union Jack. So it's, mm. it's a big um, Union Jack with Metallica and it's got Pusset Skull on and it's got Evan and, and since got all embroidered dates on. So Liberty gets off the plane while the Union Jack round were, were straight to the venue. There was there was no uh, sightseeing. 
got the venue and and then we, we met this guy called JD um, who is absolutely just a, a beautiful person. He's got a heart of gold. Um, and he actually sits, he works with um, Mick Hughes, big Mick Hughes talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so so basically walks into um, the Copenhagen Arena at, what was it, what's it called again? It's the Royal Arena. The Royal Arena, yeah, um, in Copenhagen. And the day just, I mean, it, we got in there, there was nobody else in other than the crew. And um, so he was like, nice to meet you guys and what have you. Um, and we just, he just, he kept on saying, right, we're going to take you for a walk. And each walk would just be just something just jaw dropping. Um, <laughs> just, just even sitting in the mixing desk, you know, and, and if you imagine, yeah. you know, you've got the target stages set up, we're in the mixing desk, this arena of 14,000 people is empty. And we're just sat there behind the mixing desk, like, wow, look at me, Charlie, see where we are. <laughs> and it was just, you know, and then he would say, um, right guys, come with me. Um, and he took what to see. He kept on saying, um, I want you to, I'm going to introduce it to Jimmy, who is Lars or Rick's drum tech, Jimmy Clark. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and, and Jay actually said, I'm going to get you to meet the nicest guy in rock is what he said. So went and met Jimmy and um, just having a bit of chat. I said, oh, Evan's, Evan's a drummer. And he went, is he? And he went, okay. He says, get in the kit. And, and what Jimmy said at that point, he says, mm-hmm. I've never, ever let anybody on the kit before. And it was like, wow. So yeah. we're in Copenhagen, uh, what is it called? Sorry, the Royal Arena. The kit's there. It's Evan's first ever Metallica gig. Wow. And, and, and then he gets on the kit. And um, nobody was expecting, other than me, was, was Evan to just start blasting one in the double bass. Yeah. Um, and Jimmy, I mean, I've got a video. Jimmy is looking at me, he's going, like, fucking hell. Like, <laughs> you know, the kid can play. And, and he's actually said, he's better than Lars. Keep that between us. Um, so, so Evan just starts blasting one straight off. I think they expected to, you know, like a few pots and pans, shall we yeah. say. Evan's Maybe straight. a basic beat like, boop, boop, choop, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so Evan just gets straight into one and he's blasting it and he stops and the whole arena, so all the crew, all Metallica, you've got James, everybody, Chad, everybody just like, wow. <laughs> so let, let's just remind you, this is Evan's first Metallica gig. He's just wow. come off Lars's kit. He's just smashed one, the double bass. The whole road crew is just like, woo. It was just like, <laughs> I mean, what, what was it like for you, Evan? Just, I, I didn't even know what to play. Like, I didn't even know what to like even start doing on the kit. It was like, right. it was just so. I just, you know, I just didn't expect it at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was sat like for my first Metallica gig, and next thing, you know, I'm on Lars's kit. Right. I mean, yeah, well, my first Metallica gig, I was in the stand, like I said. So not that I'm jealous, Evan. Not that I'm jealous. <laughs> um, and it was, like I say, so so that was that. And I'm like, wow. And then, yeah. and then, then, then just everything just from like every little thing of just being in the, the staff catering rooms. Do you know what I mean? Like, so just while all the, all the crew are hanging around and right. you're just taking every bit in. You're just sucking every bit in. And I remember I walked past this door and, uh, and I seen tuning room. So you see, you know, it's, it's Lars's green kit and stuff. And I said to Jay, and I was like, oh, it's been a bit cheeky. I thought you got to take the opportunity. I said, Jay, any chance we can go in there? And Jay was like, mm, I'm not sure. Because um, what I think what you start to realize is the more you get behind the stage or backstage, there's a kind of levels to it. You yeah. know, you, where the band or it's the security is really strict. You know, sure. you, 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 can't, you can't just wander about. Yeah, your passes right. become really kind of scrutinized. And yeah. um, so when you get anywhere near the tuning room, you're in like, you're in golden circle kind of material. Yeah. And um, so I was kind of cheekily asked at the Jay, any chance we'll have a look in here? And he went, two seconds, I'll have to ask, you know. And I mean, Jay's worked metallic for like 15 years, something like that. So, you, you know, yeah. you, you just get a sense of, you know, we're, we're very lucky and we're sniffing around the place. So we're allowed in and it was um, Met Mixer. Mm. Do you know Mike, Mike, what's Mike Gillies? Yeah. Mike Gillies, like the, he's, do you know who I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So this is kind of Mike's territory, and he's like, "Yeah, sure, come on in, guys." And um, <laughs> and here you go, Evan. There's Rob's bass. Go on, get in the drum kit. Yeah, Chris oh, is. Wow. And I'm standing there with James's Iron Cross. Wow. In the tuning room. So me and him's playing Metallica. He's on the drums, <laughs> and I've got James, and we've we'll, we'll got the tongues out, we'll, you know. And, and you're just doing these things, just like oh, you know, like oh. Um, yeah. 
And again, this is Evan's first Metallica gig. <laughs> it wow. was just... Um, it seems like just like an out-of-body experience. Like you're present, obviously, but you're just... Your mind's like looking down on you like, this can't be real. <laughs> you've got it. You've got it. You know, you're doing these things while you're like... Like you see, looking down on it, and you know, right. you kind of try to take it in whilst. Um... That is literally how it felt when I was on stage. Like, yeah. that, is, like that is literally how it felt. Like, just like exactly like that. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, so, I had, so I had like sort of 10 minutes in the tuning room, sort of posing with all the guitars and stuff. Um, and then the, the, the gig was going to start, and Evan got the bu- pressed the button to start the show. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, remember that. Um, so, so when Evan hits that button, then you've got um, ACDCs long way at the top. Yeah. Um, so, so that was that. And I mean, obviously, you just absolutely loved the gig. What, what do you think of the gig? She was an ink gig, wasn't it? Yeah. This was good. We had Orion, just for James's break for his yeah. voice. Yeah. Whiplash was a good set. Yeah, it was a good set. Yeah. Well, had a good as well. It was like that balcony and like, oh, yeah. So, what then? Obviously, I had a possible liberty just like wandering about anywhere I wanted when the when the, the mixing desk went and then we're up higher and just just wondering wherever we want, you know. That's awesome. Um, and, and even after the show, because Jimmy had said, hey, Come and see us. So, we went down, Jimmy unscrewed the, the, the snare so he gets the skin that Lars had been playing with oh, that awesome. night. Yeah. Um, as, as we're down there, again, my Gillies was like, uh, Come on, get up on the stage. So he gets on the stage and he's shouting at Justin, who's Kirk's uh, roadie. Um, Justin, give him the give him the mummy. So you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're on stage. You've got the mummy. You know, you've got you've got the the, the skin of the, the kit. Um, there's plectrum still on the stage. So Evans still crowd and Evans throwing these plectrums out and these guys. It was just you know. So if you remember, you know, not so long ago, Evans been crying because he's missed Metallica at Leeds. Right. Yeah. And then. He's just done the whole shebang, you know. He's just yeah. done pretty much, you know, one of those things you'd be happy with in life, wouldn't you? Just sure. absolutely. And and now you're thinking, all right, the next time I see Metallica will be cool, but it will, it'll kind of suck because I'm not going to have this experience ever again. <laughs> you know it. You know it. Um, and, and and I mean, pretty much from then on, I think. So that was that was his first gig, and then we ended up doing. Well, like I said, we've done ten. Um, that was London. Yeah, we did London. Name some of the places we've been. So next it was London, then it was Glasgow, then it was Manchester, and then after that it was um, Hells. It was it was um, Barcelona, and no no no, um, Stuttgart, then Helsinki, then after that it was Evans. Evans a bit like the Lars Ulrich of the team. <laughs> the, the, the dates are all there, and I'm just like. I was gonna, I was gonna comment too. He also has like the Lars robe going on right now. He just needs like the toothpick, and he's uh good to go. When he finishes the podcast, he puts it on. He walks out. And what 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 was actually happening between all those gigs, as Evan saying, is James in particular would get an eye for him. Yeah. So 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 uh, there was lots of fist bumps. There was lots of just pointing at him. Again, we're always looking to get these real bits where Jake we knew they would be coming out. So, and again, there's there's a video out there of. The culmination of James fist bumping him is on Instagram where James comes up and stops and goes, Hi, it's you again, or something. And what's your name again? And he's like, I'm Evan, that's you, I've heard about you. And he's like, Well, and every time there's tears from Evan, it's like, Whoa. Yeah. So, so things were building, things were building in Helsinki. Do you want to, to see what happened in Helsinki? Helsinki? Um, we've got a uh, front, we've got like rail at Helsinki, like front mm-hmm. row, and we've got in like. We just managed to just scrape in early, didn't we? Yeah. More like Jay was busy and more like trying to get in just a bit early. And we literally got in with like five, ten minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. Let's sprint straight to the rail. And we got a good spot just where it was there. It was Lars's like kind of pit, wasn't it? Yeah, again, it was like, there was a lot going on. You had Lars's pit and where they'd all come in. So it was a good yeah. spot. Yeah. Um and then um because you know, uh, can you remember like on like the indoor tours, um, James would uh, like, what was it like? Numb, like what was it? He, he would often talk like to the kids. He would spot the kid in the crowd. Yeah. Um, so dedicate that. Yeah, dedicate. He, he would dedicate Sabatru to some like a, a young person in the crowd, and like sure. I knew if I got 
to the real, I'd probably get it. And I got, I knew, uh, I remember, uh, what's James? Ch- Chad. Chad, yeah. Like, James got Chad to, like, put his, uh, like, his drop tune guitar at the microphone that, like, I was in front of, just for Sabbath True. Like, he walked from the other side yeah. of the stage. For that one. <laughs> yeah. Just to, like, to, awesome. to dedicate Sabbath True to me. I yeah. think I think what happened been between the lines there. Yeah, I think James has obviously spotted him because they mentioned the current stage. It all looks the same, doesn't it? The, to the, the, the most sure. window. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think James might have set the chart early in the show. Keep put it over there for sad. Yeah. So when the song finished, Chad come running right for stage and put it in front, which was a reminder for James to go in front. Yeah. yeah. Super cool. Did he spoke to me earlier on in the gig. Yeah, he spoke earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, so he got he got the the whole. It's you, the man with the cape. So we had quite a bit of banter there. And again, you've got you know, the whole stadium kind of looking down on Evan and cheering and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, like, like I say, it was it was never ending. Do you know what I mean? You Just when you right. think we've done everything, bang, there'll be something else would come along or some experience that was just, like I say, any one of these, as a Metallica fan, you are forever grateful for. Of course, and it yeah. Just, just in abundance, you know what I mean? And it was never ever taken for granted or we're getting cocky with it you know evan's a he's a very um humble young lad and the tears say a lot um so i think it was like i say it was things were just building and like i say um james had a bit of chat with him so so hugh the next kind of um credit card busting um <laughs> thought which was um and again so, so while i'm talking about um all these opportunities we've got in terms of meeting them even jay said it's, it's a bit tricky for us to get you to meet them you know because yeah. of the hierarchy and then the, the, the sure. level where you get to which again I, I, we were never seen come and meet them it was just hey whatever happens happens we're cool you know yeah, just yeah. getting the pass getting, getting the pass is just like wow this is great yeah. just sitting you know just seeing behind the scenes is amazing um so again a culmination of things i had evan's 13th birthday coming up um and again, they, they would just keep on, they would keep on going with the tour and it was so more dates got added. And then when I looked on Evan's 30th birthday was, um, Evan's 30th birthday was Amsterdam. So I thought this has to be done, doesn't it? I have to pay for a meet and greet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I made my friend frantically was sitting like, well, obviously we managed to get it. Um, and off we went again, uh, traveling Europe. Um, and again, I, I, people are probably aware there was a lot of uh, pre-gigs. Um, mm-hmm. So the night before, oh, sorry, that, well, I'm, I'm not going to go too far back, but I just remember briefly on the road, Paris. Paris has got a tip off about um, Robin Lars are going to be in a certain bar. Promoting, oh, yeah. Uh, promoting that was the, the night beer. So yeah. uh, that, was, that was another thing, just to quickly throw them up. Just quickly, just quickly, we'll just mention, we, we met Robin uh, <laughs> there. We'll, we'll not talk about that too much. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so so the, on the pre uh, night of Amsterdam, it was actually brilliant, wasn't it? Because yeah. I know Wayne was on the other week. Wayne Summers from England, and the Metallica yeah. family are just uh, just amazing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, people from all over the world, all over Europe, all over England. Evan was becoming a familiar face on the road with his flag, and hey, Evan, picture with you, and yeah, say, yeah. oh, I'll stand out of the way, and all of them be paparazzi. Um, <laughs> So, um, so the pre the pre night was amazing. Um, we went to kind of two different places, didn't we? Three, I think. Was the three were um, that weird one at the start? Hard Rock Cafe. But, but it was that night when so so there was a band on. I can remember the tribute band what they were called. That was. Oh, I'm thinking of Paris. Uh, that was yeah. That was because the Paris was like the one we went all shooting about. But Amsterdam was in the yeah that. Um, well, that tribute band was on, yeah. Right, then they wouldn't let you on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Can I hold? Okay. So sorry, um, confirming details here. Um, <laughs> so, so there was a, a band on a, a tribute band, and I went to this bar and I said, um, actually, Metallica photographer Brett was there. And we'll get, get Brett, mm-hmm. very great lad again. Um, so the I asked the drummer of this band. I said, oh, excuse me. I said. Um, my son's a drummer. I said, a lot of people in here know him and they're asking if he's going to be playing tonight. I said, any chance he can jump on to, to do a song? I said, he'll get a great reception and I know he's just a kid. And he was like, uh, hmm. and I showed him a, I showed him the video of him drumming on Lars's kit in Copenhagen. So he watched it and he went, your son, he is a good drummer, but I won't let him. 
I says, okay, no problem, dickhead. <laughs> so, so, so he didn't let him on, and I was like, a bit frustrating, but would have been good, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was telling Brett, I was telling Brett, um, Brett Marine, Metallica's photographer, I said, oh, Brett, shame out, uh, this guy wouldn't let Evan on. And I was showing Brett, um, Evan playing on Lost Kit, and he went, he said, is that Evan? I went, yeah, he went, send me that. So I give it to Brett. Brett then blasted across to Lars, yeah? Yeah. Um, and that's all I knew at that point. I think Brett said, Evan might not want to change his Instagram story tomorrow, his Instagram name tomorrow. And that was that. Um, so leading on to the next day, which was gig day, um, I, I will end that story. I, I'll get back to that bit. Um, so it's his birthday, and we head to the meet and greet, don't we? Um, and it was clearly the, the longer long-anticipated wait of Evan and James actually meeting because there'd been all this off-stage fist-bumping and hi, how's you? Right. Um, um, I mean, what, do you want to talk about the meet and greet? Um, it, was a long, it was a long day. It was like a, it was a lengthy, good day. Yeah. Like, uh, we got the venue pretty early. Yeah. Um, can I remember meeting people outside. We like, had like a meeting, meeting section outside. Yeah. Then we went in and it was just like, like that buffet and the spin. But most about the band, it was, it was, it was good that you found yeah. me the band, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, I remember waiting in like the room and like there was like a massive draw curtain and like Metallica were like just behind us. It was so weird, wasn't it? Like yeah. we could just hear them talking on the other side and like they could hear us. <laughs> like, like, I remember like someone said like, listen, James is talking, right? <laughs> and James was like, I can hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs> The, the anticipation was building and, and like I say it was it was great just to, to meet them and it shows you here yeah, they're all pretty much down to earth and yeah um, and and I'd said to Lars so Lars came and uh, and I was saying oh did we impress with Evans drumming and he went oh he says was that you and I was like yeah and um so all I said was I said um and like, I was actually I was saying it's, it's his birthday and um and I said any chance Evan could get on stage tonight and all he said was I'll see what I can do um that was that and there was certainly nothing planned. Um, that was that. And I mean, like I say, we, we met the band and it was good. Um, and then come come stage time, um, just when we think we've done everything, um, we're stake pit because, of course, when you, when you pay for your meet and greet, you get the best seats or standing in the house. Right, yeah. And we're, we're with a girl called Camilla, um, and I think she's done 101 shows or something. And I'm whispering and I'm saying to her, do you, do you think we'll largely get them up? And she went, 100% he will be on that stage. And I was going, do you think? She was going, yes, yes, yes. So just where we were, we're front. Lars is doing his bit. He gets off. He turns around. And he's just seen Evan. And he went, are you coming? And it was as quick as that. <laughs> Bam. Next thing you know, he's on stage. That's amazing. And I have to say... You were a little too comfortable on that drum set. <laughs> like you didn't, you, I don't know if you were freaking out, but you didn't come across. You were very confident. Just you, you obviously like nailed the part. It was a really phenomenal job. So kudos to you, Evan. I mean, I, I, I can't remember my 13th birthday and you will always remember yours. So. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it, you know, now what was it two year ago? What was it two year ago? Yeah. And I, I'll always, it'll always just blow your mind. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I mean, it, it, it just doesn't get better. I mean, I'm nearly speechless again. You know, your heroes, and I, you know, I'll, I'll watch some of the South American gigs, and you see these seas and seas and seas of people, and it just always reminds you how big Metallica are, how many millions of us are out there to be on stage. To, to play with them and, and like I say, to just be it's cool, calm, confident, and to pull it out of the bag. Bang. Um, yeah. it, I mean, it's just the absolute finale, isn't it? I mean, you're never going to top it. It's right. And, and, I think, and I that's think, and that's why every concert from here on out will just be like. <laughs> it's um. I mean, because uh, I think we've seen where you sometimes let people come up, whether it's kids or yeah. adults, and they'll do the crash, then they're off. Now, yeah. of course, it all links. It all links because, of course, he knows that Evan can drum. Do right. you know what I mean? Sure. Had he not known that, had Brett not sent that, you know, that video, 
Because you hear what what you probably don't hear is he, he says to Evan, "See can destroy, you know it." He says something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you yeah. know it. So he's got the excuse me. I'm burping here. He's yeah. got the confidence that he knows Evan can pull it off. Um, and if you kind of watch laws, you can see he's thinking. Because what's the golden rules? If you go live with animals and kids, it can go go it can all go wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you kind of watch laws. He's kind of he's doing the count and he's like this and he's going and he starts pulling off. He goes. And he looks at James, he's done it. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I guess Lars could look like a bit of a tit had it all went wrong. You know what I mean? Just a yeah. big shit happened and oh, get him off. And, you know, so you, you can see the relief in Lars. We can see the relief in all the band. Actually, Rob's like, oh, yeah. and Kurt, they're all like, and I know you can, I was just swearing. I was just, I couldn't even put a sentence together. Um, yeah. So it was just like, wow. Um, I mean, Evan's, Evan's got a few regrets because I, I don't know if you can think of the video. James says Dyer's Eve. Now, Evan can play Dyer's Eve mm. on, on drums and he wishes because, of course, James didn't, wouldn't expect Evan to be able to play Dyer's Eve, right? So, if right. you imagine, Evan just starts playing Dyer's Eve. Shit. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the band don't to play Dyer's Eve. Do you know what I mean? Which you never see live, you never hear live. Right, so, yeah, that's yeah. Been, so what was it? Are you got another regret? It, it was just totally different, like on stage, like, uh, like unless I was facing the way James was, like I couldn't hear him at all. Like, yeah, it, it was so weird. Like, for the whole thing, I couldn't hear any of the other band's guitars or anything like that. I just had to like cue the piece in my head. Really, I just, I just had to play what I knew. That's why, like, I, I couldn't hear a thing. Yeah, because of course they've all got yeah pieces and stuff. So right, yeah, yeah. The sounds designed to go out, not out, yeah. be so in, yeah, such as in your earpiece. Yeah, yeah. Um, all I heard him say was, "Are you ready?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "At least I nodded." Yeah, like, like he went, "Daisy, are you ready?" And I nodded, and I looked like I was about to start playing. Yeah, at least I did that. But like, if I literally heard him say, "Daisy," I would have started playing it. Yeah, and it would have been like, <laughs> "Yeah," I think James would have started playing it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> So that so that's how you get your money out of an experience <laughs> package, right? Yeah. You guys that, really milked that experience package. <laughs> it, it was funny because um, obviously the you know I obviously started sending a video back home and 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 I was at work uh, two weeks before that and and I, and I was telling a guy from work and I said to him, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he'll be on that stage, and um, and he, it was about two weeks later. He he was sitting at home and he was he was looking at him on his phone. And he looked and he went, you have to excuse me, I'm a Jordy, so I, he says, he's only gone and done it. He's only, he's only gone and done it. He, like, he couldn't believe it. He was like, he said he would be on stage and the lad was yeah. on stage. It was like, it's amazing. Um, so then, you know, you have that moment, but then, you know, it spreads all over online. It, it kind of goes viral. You know, Metallica puts it on their social media and then you have other outlets picking it up local news and uh loudwire and other places so that must have been surreal too where it's just like a 24-hour period or so where it's just like boom 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 like everywhere is this you know this freak thing that who knew it was gonna happen when it all started i see on my instagram was blowing up i was yeah i was at my friend's house and like it was just going up and up that I think I made like I, I timed it. I made about two thousand in the space of like ten minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you talk about your sort of five minutes of fame. Right? For for about three days, my head was just busted. I, I just couldn't cope, you know. Um, and I mean, there was uh, and again, this is the beauty of the Metallica family and everyone looking after each other. We're getting yeah. Uh, people were sending um videos of like news footage from Argentina and you know, and awesome, just bro. it was just. And and it just continues. And it, I mean, there's there's a video where Evans got um, his Union Jack, um, and Ecstasy's playing. The band are coming out, and he gets a fist bump. This weekend alone, that that relaunched somehow, um, and it went on platforms of around about 20 million potential people. Um, and yeah. Jason Newstead's wife Nicole, she um, kind of launched it, which then Metallica launched it. Jessica Lars's girlfriend she launched it so again that was just the weekend gone a yeah. field of about 20 million potential people watching evan with his metallica flag and james giving a fist bump his tears <laughs> it's, um, it's just been That's i awesome. mean you know as a father and son bond 
you couldn't write it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and of course, as we all know, whoever's this, this Metallica, just everything it means to have your son on board with all this, uh, right. you know, it's just yeah. been an absolute dream ticket. Uh, like, um, I never expected this. Um, so it's just been amazing. You know what I mean? Um, That's amazing. Sorry, I, I wanted, I did say I'll come back to the story. So you remember the band that, who wouldn't let Evan play on his drum kit? Yeah. As I repeated with the dickhead. Um, about, about two days later, I was like, I had, a, I had a light bulb moment. I went, ah. So I went on his Facebook page, the, the, the band's Facebook page, and I put, uh, hey, drummer, I know you weren't keen for Evan to play on your drum kit. I said, but don't worry, Lars didn't mind. And I put a picture of him and Lars. <laughs> and, and, and to be fair, he's seen the funny side and so did all his band and they all take the piss out of him. And, <laughs> Hopefully you've never lived it down. Um, it was like, no, nah, I don't want yours. We'll just go on Lars. It's your right. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, yeah, it's just been amazing. That's a phenomenal story. So, Evan, Dad made up for it? The, going uh, to that show <laughs> without you? <laughs> I'm done now. I'm done. Like, I, I can be back in town. Happy man, I'm done. We've, we've had some times. <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, I mean, really once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, Evan, you playing in any bands or anything? Not really, no. It's it's quite hard, and I think it's sign yeah. of the times, really, in terms of and, you know, we're, we're talking about sure. yeah, in yeah, the yeah. days when the music was just off the scale. Kids these days, computers and stuff. He's a yeah. hell of a drummer. He really is. Um, so we'll, we'll get him. Actually, again, you, you talk about how how things show deodorant. You heard of that? Do you know Shaw Deodorant? No. No, it's, it's a big deodorant, the, the worldwide as far as we're concerned. They've just been in touch. Um, they possibly want to use them for an advert. Oh, cool. Um, I mean, they're a global company. Um, yeah. So that's, you know, you just talk about things that come out of yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, these potential drumming techniques and, and just the whole Metallica thing. That, that's why the guy got in touch. Um, he said, we've seen him awesome. drumming Metallica. So... Um, and you know, hope it's inspiration for any young people out there. Because Metallica are cool with that. If there's any kids going to shows, don't be shy. Dad, yeah. throw them on stage. Especially, you know. especially if he plays drums or guitar or bass or can <laughs> can hold a flag, hold the melody in it. <laughs> you want your money's worth? Just don't be shy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's mm. awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming on and sharing your story. I'll I gotta I'll end with this favorite Metallica album. We talk about this. We do. We do. <laughs> Justice. Right. In that it's 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 my that era when I was a yeah, kid and I was sure. die hard metal. It's Justice or, or Ride. It's literally <laughs> it's between either Ride or Justice. Uh, just you know um like. It isn't a bad track on both. Yeah. Um, What's yours? Mine is Master. I just think it's, you know, Ride the Lightning maybe would be second for me. I just think Master Puppets is like the perfect album from start to finish. And I've said it a million times, but if somebody out there has never heard Metallica, if you played the song Master Puppets, that sums up everything that they do best as a band, I think, in eight amazing minutes yeah yeah it got for the best the best song didn't it yeah. yeah so where can everybody find if anybody wants to uh seek out uh you guys online and maybe check out some cool metallica videos and pictures is there a place where everybody can find you yeah i mean what, what instagram is probably the best and like i say we've got some kind of behind the scenes kind of like bits and bobs of pictures and with the crew again right. just you know i'm not sure the metallic crew will be listening but the, the being amazing lot the whole lot you know everybody um like i said jimmy brett the photographers jay big mick um um just uh yeah so sorry yeah waffling again um mine's adas adaz99 is my instagram mine's just evan adas evan adaz all one word yeah well you'll find a few Awesome. Yeah. awesome so give them a follow if you've not seen the the video of evan playing seeing destroy definitely check it out i'll put a link in the episode description uh for you all 
for everybody listening and checking out. Thank you again, guys. This was awesome. You guys are welcome back on Metallicast anytime. Next time we can do like a deep dive into a song, album, or yeah. concert, or we'll we'll do something, or just do a, a more general Metallica talk. Why not? We love it. Talk about them all day, every day. <laughs> why? Why do you think I do a podcast? It's uh, right. I I I. I, I I say half jokingly, I say if I didn't, you know, I, my wife got tired of me talking about Metallica. So I had to start a podcast uh, and talk to other people about them. (laughs) It can be a lonely world, can't it? Because whilst I always say this, Metallica are one of the biggest bands in the world, yet they're still quite underground, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of people have heard of them, but you know, but and like I say, you just want to talk about them, don't you? You you, you breathe the guys. It's, it's, it's great. Well, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Evan. This was awesome. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Maybe I'll even see you on uh, on tour one day. If, definitely. Touring's the thing again. <laughs> we, we do need to. The States is definitely on my cards, isn't it? Um, we'll, we'll get across there because um, you guys are great, dead friendly, and it'd be great to get across. And, uh, awesome. Take care. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. Thank you for staying up late. Not a problem. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye now, bye. A big thank you to both Chris and Evan Adamson for coming on Metallicast. If you have not seen the video of Evan performing on stage with Metallica. Check out the link in the episode description. Uh, You can also find links to their Instagram accounts if you want to give them a follow. They both have some cool Metallica pictures and videos posted on their respective accounts. If you are new to the podcast and would be so kind, please give me a subscription, download the episodes, leave a positive five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and give me a follow on social media at MetallicaSpot on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, build up your ass. Yeah. Fans not experts.